Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. There's a high fly ball from KMOX Sports. That's it deep to left field, and it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. There's a moment for you. Welcome to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. In the driving jam time. The Philippines win this one. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. Comeback pattern caught. Touchdown, Kansas City! Now, sports on a Sunday morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Welcome back to the show. We are coming to you from Bush Stadium. Stiefel Sports Studio today is downstairs at the ballpark. Just walked out to the field. It is coming down. Not too hard, but enough to cover the infield. The crew just did that here at the ballpark, and we could be in for a day of some rain off and on, but I'd come down. I mean, if you're not downtown already, get down here. There's plenty to do, a lot of great restaurants, a lot to partake in before you get in some Cardinal baseball. And, of course, the ballpark's a great place to be during a rain delay if we have one. So come on down. It's a big, big festive weekend with the Cardinals playing the Cubs for the final time. And joining us from upstairs inside the broadcast booth, the Mike Shannon broadcast booth, is the voice of the Cardinals, John Rooney with us on KMOX. How are you, John? I'm doing fine, Tom. Yeah, a little rain, though. It looks like it uh, could be an interesting day downtown here. Yeah, I agree with you. And you know, it's going to be one of those days, perhaps, as the Cardinals take on the Cubs after some rocking games the last two days. I mean, this crowd has just been amped. They've had some fun. And I want to start with Yadier Molina doing what he's doing offensively. Two hits on Friday, two hits on Saturday. If you thought that Yadi was going to limp to the finish line, think again. He found a little extra gear, didn't he, John? That he did. He has four hits in, seven at-bats in this series. And interestingly enough, two of them are for doubles. He had the three-run double last night. But his double in the second inning of the game on Friday night, at that point, Yachty was two out of 23. And had gone 26 games in between extra base hits with his last extra base hit, a double at Tampa Bay on June the 7th. But then he was out with the knee problems and taking care of other things. And then Yachty came back and didn't have his timing. And he worked very hard at that. He has put in a lot of extra BP, and the ball is starting to jump off the bat. If you notice, Yachty doesn't swing all that hard to make really good, solid contact. And it has been good enough to get on base in this series. And uh, his double last night that capped off uh, a sixth uh, run third inning. In fact, he scored another run on a sacrifice fly by Newpar, but that double was huge. Newt Barr has had some season, hasn't he? My gosh. I mean, ever since the Harrison Bader trade, you knew you could make that trade because he had some outfield depth. They've shuffled some center fielders in and out. Newt Barr has been up and down in the lineup. It seems to not matter where he is. He absolutely has delivered. Well, we didn't have the consistency of uh, a gold glove center fielder after the trade of Bader, but we didn't have him in the lineup anyway, Tom, because of the plantar fasciitis. 
and he has yet to play for the New York Yankees. What the Cardinals really needed was stability in their pitching, and when they acquired Montgomery for Bader, and they also picked up Quintana and Stratton from the Pittsburgh Pirates, that enabled the Cardinals to put Andre Pallante back in the bullpen, and to me, that's as big a move as ever. And then tomorrow, they're going to add Jack Flaherty to the rotation to give the rotation some depth, and we're hoping Flaherty can respond. Uh, if he's anywhere close to the way he was before he was injured at Dodgers, Dodgers Stadium, going back to this stretch of injuries, then the Cardinals are in really good shape with their pitching. What have you seen from today's starting pitcher, Miles Michaelis? He's had some moments there where he's given up the long ball. Otherwise, you know what you're going to get, aren't you, from, from Miles? I thought Oliver summed it up really well when you were talking with him that if he has his curveball, then he keeps the hitters off balance. And if he doesn't have the curveball working, throwing it for strikes, and what the Reds did the last time out was eliminate that pitch, and he couldn't get through the fifth inning with the lead. He also had to wait out a long delay, and he's had some delays with the weather, and look what's going on today. Hopefully this will push through downtown St. Louis, and, and we can get started on time at 1.15. But if Miles Michaelis has his breaking ball working, his off-speed pitches, then he can go to work with his fastball, and the hitters just aren't sitting on the fastball. So uh, we've seen an all-star year from Miles Michaelis, and he's been so much fun to watch as Michaelis uh, will give the Cardinals some innings. He's going for his 11th win, and Marcus Stroman, uh, he looked really bad in a start at Wrigley Field, pitched a little better the next time out, but then the Cardinals got to him at Wrigley Field again. I thought he pitched better here than he did in Chicago. So that's our matchup on the mound today. Yeah, definitely. And then you'll see what the Cardinals do bullpen-wise. Tell you what, the Cardinals have made some deals this year, and something that has flown way under the radar, I think, is this JoJo Romero acquisition. Uh, he had, and they had, to find a role, and he has fit this quite nicely. I mean, he's come in and an ERA of zero. Now, he's made five appearances, but in those five appearances, he has zero runs allowed, and I think maybe most importantly, he's only walked one and struck out six, and the Cardinals have found something, I believe, in JoJo Romero. We've seen this before where an acquisition down the stretch has helped him. Well, the Cardinals needed him, Tom, because Henesis Cabrera was ineffective. And I don't know whether it was a leg injury or what the problem was, but velocity was down for Cabrera, and they needed somebody, a uh, compliment in the bullpen. And uh, now they have Thompson up here pitching with Romero. And Romero, uh, the knock on him in Philadelphia was he walks too many. He's too wild. He throws at 95 to 97, and his breaking pitches uh, change up. Uh, they just uh, were not uh, commanded well enough to fit the Phillies' needs, but they've worked quite nicely for the Cardinals as he walked one. You mentioned that walk came last night, that he was able to strike out five with no walks before a walk and a strikeout in the game last night, and he has really put some stability in the bullpen from the left side along with Thompson, who's throwing 97. We didn't see that kind of velocity from him in spring training, so I like the Cardinal lefties in the bullpen right now. John, you have such a great crew up there. Jim Jackson, the best engineer in the business. Mike Claiborne, who puts things in perspective and absolutely has seen a lot of baseball. Uh, a former player in Ricky Horton, who can see things that those of us that didn't play uh, can absolutely uh, not see what, what he sees. It's, it's a heck of a mix, isn't it, John? What a year. Well, what a year indeed. So uh, give Dan Farrell all the credit. He put us together. So he's the one who deserves <laughs> all the credit for this. Uh, it's a what great it group, been... and, and we have fun yeah. up here. And, and one thing we learned from 
from Mike Shannon is uh, you come to the ballpark and you have fun, you have a good time every day, comes across on the air, and if we don't have fun, Tom, the fans won't. And that's what we're trying to do, and we get into this, and, and our stomachs turn a little bit in those uh, tense moments in ball games, like the 13-inning game the other night that lasted four hours and 48 minutes. So many twists and turns in that with pitching and defense. And Cincinnati at home couldn't walk it off. The Cardinals couldn't seem to buy a run. And finally they did against Chase Anderson. And thank goodness the Reds signed Chase Anderson because he lost two games to the Cardinals in that three-game series. But the Cardinals were able to get to business against him with a sack fly by Pujols. Then O'Neill worked a walk. And I didn't see much written about that walk. But that walk was just as important as the sacrifice fly because it led to Newbar who hit the home run. Without the walk, we might still be playing that game. Who knows? I'm with you on that. Have you noticed a growing number? I know you've been with this club a long time, but do you see more and more fans on the road this year than ever because of everything that's surrounding this team? Oh, we might have a few more, but we have so many fans on the road, Tom. Uh, There's so much red, so many Cardinal jerseys and caps and T-shirts in the stands everywhere we go. And it's going to be like that when we go to Pittsburgh. Uh, The next trip is a three-gamer. Then we come back home, and uh, after that, we have that last long trip that will go to San Diego, L.A., and then Milwaukee. And we'll see plenty of Cardinal fans at all three locations. And and I would imagine the last three games in Pittsburgh will have a lot of red in the stands, knowing that uh, we're, we're closing down the careers of Albert Pujols and Yadier Molina. And who knows about Adam Wainwright? I think Adam could pitch till he's 50, but... Uh, those fans are going to show up in Pittsburgh for those last three games in October, and hopefully the Cardinals will have everything salted away by then. And taking a look at uh, setting up the pitching for a nice playoff run in October. But uh, what Oliver said on his show today of trying to keep the pedal down and keep the pressure on by winning and playing well every day, that's the best way to go about winning this division. Well, the four of you are documenting history. There's no doubt that this is a special moment in time. I think that we recognize that at the start of the season, but maybe even more so now. And then you bring along Dan McLaughlin on the television side to call some radio, and it just gives it a little extra. And the five of you moving forward here, John, do you have to pinch yourself? I mean, have you, you've seen a lot, John. I mean, you've been at the very, very highest. You've, you've seen a lot of national uh, and called a lot of national games, but... Can you put it in perspective for us what we're witnessing here in terms of Cardinal history with all of these players and some of them exiting? Well, Tom, the way we, we go about this, we, we show up every day. We want a good game. We want to uh, be able to bring what we see to the fans so they can enjoy it right along with us. But, yes, we get the goosebumps when Albert hits a, a home run and gets closer to 700. When Yadier Molina comes back to do what he's done in this series after struggling mightily, going 0 for 20-something, and then it really stinging the ball again and making a contribution. He makes a contribution any day he gets behind the plate. Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina, one start away from tying Mickey Lolich and Bill Freehand for the most starts by a major league battery in the history of the game. So that's going to be coming up here pretty soon, and, and they'll pass them for the record. Uh, that's all very, very important. It means uh, so much to Cardinal baseball and the history, and those are things we'll be talking about for years. But right now, we're talking about the Cardinals against the Cubs, trying to make a run at the division and unseat the Milwaukee Brewers in the Central, and then uh, trying to make a deep run in October and uh, chase what we chased back in 2011. Uh, As we've been talking about that 2011 team, we had Jaime Garcia in the booth the other night, and, and it's still unbelievable 
what happened the last day of the regular season with Chris Carpenter winning a, a one run ball game in Houston and then sitting in the clubhouse and waiting for the outcome of Philadelphia and Atlanta. And then when uh, that was over and the Cardinals celebrated uh, they actually took on the Phillies and beat them and and then moved right on through and beat the Texas Rangers in the World Series. That's what we're trying to document and uh, we're trying to get to and and I think uh, it takes on a whole lot more meaning for me when I get to the end of the season and sit back and look at all this. That's great to hear. Great to put in perspective. It puts a smile on your face to think about what could be, what we have witnessed, knowing at the same time that this team is extremely focused on the task at hand. You can absolutely feel it when you're in that clubhouse and around this team like John is, the voice of the Cardinals, John Rooney, with us on Sports on a Sunday morning from the broadcast booth. John, thanks so much. Have a great call today. All right. Well, let's hope we get started on time. Uh, they have the tarp down on the field, but we have some fans gathering uh, down at the field level right now and and some players uh, playing catch. Uh, some of the Cubs are out. The bullpen session looks like it's going to get started for the Cardinals. So let's hope we get started at 115 and good to be with you, Tom. And thank you, John. Appreciate it very much. Yeah, I agree. I just saw some of those fans. Gary Halstead. Uh, Todd Goodman, a couple of big supporters of the Cardinals and their charities that they support. Those two contribute a whole bunch to the Cardinals fantasy camp. I saw them on the field a little while ago. Uh, We just really have some amazing people around us, no doubt about it. Sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, I'll have a very special message for a Cardinals family uh, that is listening in today, but also get you up to date on some other sports that are happening around the area. And John Moselock will join me here at Bush Stadium at 1130. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Albert Pujols at 1145. On the home of the Cardinals, KMOX. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer 
Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City! On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Sports on a Sunday morning continues from Bush Stadium, and we are joined by Joe Pott, who will have our pregame show at 1220, although it's raining out there. Tom Ackerman, Joe Pott, Stiefel Sports Studio here at Bush Stadium, went out to the field, tarp is on, and it is raining, so we'll continue to keep an eye on that. Uh, Joe, we're going to have at 1220 your network pregame. What kind of things do you have coming up? Well, of course, we'll talk about uh, this final game of the three-game set. We'll talk about the the chance to sweep the series. Of course, uh, the Cardinals obviously on quite a run, just of, of winning series and, and kind of knocking games off the schedule right now. Uh, as always, we'll hear from the Cards manager, Oliver Marmel. We'll hear from, of course, uh, John and Rick up in the broadcast booth. We've got a little Yadier Molina, Adam Wainwright after the game last night. So, We'll have some fun as we get set for some baseball on a Sunday. Outstanding. John Moselock, the president of baseball operations, is here. I want to pass along a message uh, to a Cardinals fan before we talk to John and take a moment and remember lifelong Cardinals fan Wayne Glick. Uh, He passed away this April. As a kid, Wayne saw Stan the Man hit a home run, the first Cardinals game that he attended at Sportsman's Park. Uh, He has been a proud member of Cardinals Nation ever since. Wayne would have been 74 years old this past week. Most likely would be sitting on the back deck listening to today's broadcast uh, against the Cubs. So this one's for you, Wayne, and uh, we remember you fondly and to your entire family, uh, our love and support for the family of Wayne Glick. Joining us in studio here on KMOX's Sports on a Sunday morning, he does it every time at 1130 and he joins us a couple minutes early because he is just you know he's like that he's John Moselock on KMOX how are you I'm doing well sorry about last week I still feel bad about that oh that's um, all right anyway uh glad to join you live that way I can't blame my phone (laughs) I'm happy to be here it's great to have you in your house your house has been rocking here lately this has been a lot of fun hasn't it my gosh it really has um you know, I think when you when you look at at currently how we're playing, I think the the exciting part is it's it's not you know just any one person. It's on any given night, someone stepping up. Uh, you know, clearly when you're having the type of seasons that Paul Goldschmidt and and Nolan Arenado are having, when when you when you're the rest of the lineup is contributing, it, it's really fun to watch. And but on any given night, someone steps up. And when you look at how we're performing, how we're getting things done. It's it's something different, but it's also very exciting. So really like how we're playing as we enter September and uh, obviously uh, got to finish strong because we want to set ourselves up for a, a deep run in October. We see a lot of individual things being achieved here, especially in the case of Yachty and Wayno yesterday and, of course, Albert Pujols. But the goal and the team, when you brought Albert in from the beginning, it was made a point that he is being brought in to help win a world championship, that it was about a lot of things, but also his championship pedigree was a huge motivating factor, wasn't it, for both sides? Well, of course. Um, w- w- when you think back to, to his legacy, there's always going to be that, that part we all gravitate to when he was here prior to, prior to um, 2011. But you think about what he, he means to this clubhouse and, and the intensity, the, the competitiveness, his drive. I think it really is something that our younger players are learning from. And so 
yes, you want him to contribute. Yes, you want him to be able to hit home runs. Yes, you want him to, to hit doubles and, and, and be that sort of middle-of-the-order bat that you can count on. But it's also more of like how other people are seeing what greatness looks like. Even at his age, he still knows how to prepare. He still knows how to, how to think through things. And, and I think from a, a mentoring standpoint, it's been amazing. And I wonder when you acquire pitchers like Jordan Montgomery and Jose Quintana, you had a need. And you know the numbers and the projections and, and the analytics as well as anybody. And Mike Gersh, who is as good as anyone at, at, at analyzing that and scouting that. But what about the human element of those two individuals factor in? And how do you do that when, when you're driven uh, so much? How do you find out about them, the person? Well, I do think it's difficult, first off, right? Because you can't interview them. You can't talk to them. Versus in the in the free agent market, you do have a little bit more time to, to try to spend with them and, and find out what their desires are, what pushes them, what motivates them. But I think in, in Quintana's case, I mean, here's a guy that, that's been a proven major league player year in and year out, and I think getting him in this environment, we, we felt like he would thrive. And there were also some, some analytical things that we noticed that we thought he would benefit from our club versus the team he was pitching for. So, you know, net-net, we saw a lot of upside on that. Montgomery, on the other hand, here's a young guy that, that is having a ton of success on, probably at the time, one of the best teams in baseball from a record standpoint. And so, you know, our biggest concern there was 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 really, really like him understanding, like, yes, you're leaving the Yankees, but you're coming to St. Louis. Normally, that's a... People get super excited when they know they're coming here. But when you're coming off that club, there could be that letdown. But I do feel like from a competitiveness standpoint, and you look what he was doing with the Yankees, you knew he could bring that here to St. Louis, and he has. One of the things, and it's been talked about a lot, is how coming to St. Louis has kind of changed Montgomery, and you've changed kind of how he has approached the way he's pitching, and Yadier Molina behind the plate and using his fastball a little bit more uh, something you said with, with Quintana, just some things that you could do. But it's been the same for Jordan Montgomery, and he's been even better since coming here to St. Louis than he, has, uh, than he was in New York. Right. We'd like to think that, that we can always like, find ways mm-hmm. to optimize someone's talent. But you know, there's, there's also some other players we could talk about that, that we thought we could do some things with, and it just hasn't quite worked out. But when you are having success and, and you're seeing it the way we are, there are things you can point to that has allowed them to take that next step forward, but it's no slam dunk, and it's it's a lot of the volatility in 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 player markets are based on on sort of those uncertainties. Even though you think you have a, a good plan or a good strategy to help improvement, it just doesn't always work. But in the case of of both of these guys, Quinton and Montgomery. You know, we have seen them make the adjustments that we were hopeful for, and uh, it's working. You know, and I said a little earlier on the show, maybe with John Rooney, maybe flying under the radar here is this acquisition of Jojo Romero, how things have worked out. And, you know, you tried and rotated through different lefties. You took a look at T.J. McFarlane. You have, of course, Henesis Cabrera, who's come over but has since taken a step back. You had Zach Thompson, but, you know, trying to figure out where you were, among others. And here comes Jojo Romero for Edmundo Sosa in a move that you kind of had to make a move for Sosa, and you acquire this pitcher who's only walked one person. Yeah, I think in, in Jojo's case, uh, perhaps the reason it was a little bit below radar was he was coming off of Tommy John, hasn't pitched a whole lot, and so there, there just weren't a lot of data points. But when you look at him prior to his injury, there was a lot to be excited about him. 
I think sometimes in a season, teams have to address their needs and, and have to take uh, take their eye off the future. Whereas, um, you know, we were we were forced to make a decision with Sosa and to end up with JoJo. It's, it's been uh, something that we're, internally we're extremely pleased with. I have really enjoyed watching Oliver Marmel use his pieces. And whether that's the lineup, whether that's the bullpen, and for someone in his first year as a big league manager to watch him kind of work those pieces and, and maybe even more so listen to him after games talk about, hey, you know what, maybe that wasn't a good move or that wasn't a good move and it looked like a good move because it worked out. But, uh, you know, why? what's made him so good in this first year as a big league manager? You know, I think the, the one thing that, we all appreciate fans, media, front office is just his his transparency and candor. And, and so, you know, it's it's not just where you're getting some sort of answer that we've all heard a thousand times from other places. It's it's just, you know, he's very honest and upfront that you know some of the decisions he makes work, some of them don't, and here's why. But it's refreshing. And so that part, I think, you know, we all appreciate. I think the other reason we're enjoying it so much as well is we're having success, right? So when you have um, transparency, when you have something that's refreshing and you have something that's working, you know, that's a, it's a fun combination to be a part of or, or, or to be working with. And, and so, you know, to me, I, he is someone that I've, I've known a long time. I, I'm not surprised with the success he's having, obviously. Um, you know, I, I will, you know, going back to last year, I didn't think we would be making a managerial change and we ended up having to. And, you know, ultimately having someone like Ollie step in and be so seamless is, is you know, we we're all very fortunate for that. And, you know, I'm grateful to see how he's thriving in this in this role. I think the staff is really enjoying working for him. And obviously players are playing for him. So, you know, these are all good things. Definitely. And the staff, I was just going to use that word seamless, the transition and the familiarity that Ollie has, but you added Skip Schumacher, who had not been part of that staff, but the familiarity with the organization was there. He's played a big role, hasn't he? That guy works. He has, and I, and I think like when you talk about like bringing somebody like Albert back in, who was part of that that winning era, you know, Skip Schumacher, Schumacher was too, and and you know he understands the expectations of St. Louis, and I think. You know, the combination of, of his street credibility at the major league level, also his his intensity, his work ethic, all were just the perfect complement for Ollie and the rest of our staff. So, yeah, he's been uh, – I'm so glad we got him. I'm glad he's here. And, um, you know, obviously he has a very bright future, whatever he decides to do um, when he thinks about his own career. So right now we're lucky to have him, but um, it wouldn't shock me to see him one day as a manager. I agree with you. Looking at this rotation moving forward, you have a lot of moving parts right now, but you have your stalwarts. You mentioned Monty. You mentioned Jose. Uh, Ollie called him Q today. I like that. <laughs> All right. I like, I like Q. Monty, Q, Wayno, Miles. Um, here comes Jack Flaherty. And how do you see him right now from an organizational standpoint, what he's done to get to this point, and then moving forward? Well, I think a couple things on this. One is he's shown he's healthy, which is you know, most important. Uh, secondly, he's shown he can throw a lot of pitches in a game now. So, you know, when you can check both those boxes, there's that, that reason of, okay, now we can take that next step. So, you know, I think we all sort of gravitate to the second half of 2019 and be like, oh, that's what we want. That's what we want to see, of course. But I think we should just sort of manage expectations a little bit 
And, you know, I think for him to be successful, it's about managing his pitch count, being able to have, you know, minimal stress innings. And, and by defining that as, you know, 25 pitches or less, allow him to, to get deeper in a game. So perfect world tomorrow, we put up some runs early. He just, you know, collects his outs. Um, he's not chasing strikeouts. He's just chasing strikes and uh, trusts his defense. And if we see that, I think that would be a great first step on him coming back. But we all know what he's capable of doing. We just have to understand that we might not see that on day one, but he's a talented guy, and I think where his mental state is right now, I think he's excited to join us, excited to help us, and you know that should be good news for us. And the final thing, we know you got a lot to do, so we really appreciate this. Uh, what do you know about the weather situation today? It's been kind of off and on, sprinkles. What are you hearing? Major League Baseball really determines that right the, the course of what happened well the because it's the cubs last visit in they would control the game but as far as a quick weather update you know unfortunately a lot of these showers that are popping up right now don't show up on radar because they're just such hit and miss but you know we're optimistic we're going to play baseball today hopefully um we can go start to finish without any interruptions but um i checked my phone before i sat down here and i'm not getting anything that that's overly concerning but you know, yesterday morning I went out to golf and I was told it wasn't going to rain either. <laughs> and it rained for three straight hours, so you never know. Oh, man, come on. Uh, thank you for this. Really appreciate it. The Cardinals, as Mike Shannon would say, if you're in the area, come on down. This is going to be a fun day at the ballpark one way or the other, and hopefully they can get everything in and let's go. Cardinals and Cubs. Fingers crossed. All right. Appreciate it. All right, well, thank you very much. John Mosalak, president of baseball operations with us. Albert Pujols right around the corner on KMOX. The John Mosellock interview is sponsored by your Gateway Acura dealers, Munganass St. Louis Acura and Frank Lita Acura. Great to be with you from Bush Stadium. Again, it is raining. John Mosellock was great to visit us in studio. Ollie Marmel, the Cardinals manager, came down to visit us in studio. And coming up next, we're going to hear from Albert Pujols. Five minutes with number five. Today, I want to talk to him about preparation. Here is a 42-year-old man who is playing a major league season, and he does the same routine every single day with adjustments, depending on if he's playing or how much he's lifted weights or what have you before. So I'm curious to kind of go into the preparation, what we don't see from Albert Pujols. A lot of people are wondering, how is he doing this? Well, he keeps himself in great shape, and he keeps his mind clear, and he's been very, very in tune in what he's facing, as he always has preparation-wise, but he's been very in tune to his body and how he is feeling. And he's gotten to this point on September 4th, where he is in range of Alex Rodriguez, two home runs away. He's in range of 700 home runs, six home runs away. But most importantly, he has this team on the cusp of a postseason appearance and a shot at a world championship. And that's what he was brought here to do. For producer James O'Sullivan, Tom Ackerman, quick break. Albert Pujols next on KMOX. Albert Pujols comes to bat. Albert against the Royals. Albert digs back in. Open stance. Deep in the box. Pulls it down on the end. Albert Pujols, the 1-0 pitch to Albert is hit high and deep. He hits a fly ball left field. That's back. It's a big fly for Albert Pujols, and it's gone. Now, Tom Ackerman and five minutes with number five. A thunderous ovation for Albert Pujols. 
five minutes with number five, Albert Pujols on the home of the Cardinals, KMOX. Always appreciate these visits, and I always appreciate your time. And one of our arrangements of doing this every week, I told you from the beginning, I said, I will not impede on your prep time. Your prep time is very valuable to you. Ali Marmel told me that you're the first one at the clubhouse every day, regardless. How does your day begin on a game day? Well, just like that, you know, just make sure. I feel like, uh, you know, getting here early and uh, try to get myself ready for the game whenever I'm in the line or whenever I'm not in the line, I just do my workout and just prepare myself, uh, you know, to whatever. That's something that I have built, you know, for 23 years in my routine. And I think, you know, you build a new routine in your life and you kind of get used to and kind of make some adjustment here and there whenever it's needed, but uh, that's something that I uh, that I take a lot of pride out of, you know, the routine that I go about every day. It doesn't change. Uh, maybe less volume, you know, in some of the times, you know, depends how I feel that day. Less swing or less, uh, less uh, weight lifting, but uh, besides that, it's almost the same routine every day. Come over here early, just uh, watching videos and just uh, go about it, you know, getting loose, getting the cold tank, hot top, and and just uh, get myself ready for batting practice and, and, and my workout, you know, and just get my prep in in the cage and get ready to take batting practice. Do you have a nutrition plan also? Do you have things planned out during the week or what you're going to eat and, and those kind of things? Yeah, I try to eat healthy as much as I can. I mean, obviously, you know, sometimes you travel in the middle of the night, you have to give your body something to eat, whether it's in the plane or either sometime in the clubhouse, you know. But uh, for the most part, uh, you know, I try to put a good food in my body and, you uh, you know, the better food that you put on your body, the better your body's going to heal and quickly. And that's something that I'm a big believer on that, you know. I think over the last 23 years as a professional, you learn so much about nutrition, you know, and what's good for your body and what's not good for your body. So uh, obviously that's something that you acclimate well, that I have acclimate well, and uh, and I have, uh, you know, put it in my routine also. And same with your workouts too. So you're you have a balance of cardio, weightlifting. You know when to do and when to push. Yes, for sure. And I think the day that I don't <clears throat> lift weights uh, that heavy, I go really cardio heavy. And then the days that I'm playing, uh, I pretty much just, you know, do the weight that I need to do uh, with a good pace. And then, you know, be ready for the game. Because at the end of the day, you know, you want to save all the energy and, and everything for the game. You know, and you don't want to tie your body to a point where you go out there and, you know, and get hurt so i think right now most of my heavy lifting is mostly in the off season right now it's kind of maintain yourself and you know i do that four times a week you know two days on one day off and then take sometime the weekend off you know so it just depends sometimes it varies you know because sometimes you play again during the week where it's a day game and <clears throat> you don't have the time to get it in and then you wait until the next day so stuff like that you know you just kind of maintain yourself but as long as you get in that gym and just do you your routine and you know what help you to have the success that I have for 22 years that's something that I'm going to continue to do until I'm done playing well it's amazing isn't it the technology these days and it really when you started also the ability to scout the opponent was pretty available but it's even more so now I mean you can anywhere you are right you can dial up a pitcher and look at something for sure I think uh, you know right now we're so blessed with the technology that you can poop put your phone out and then you don't have to wait to get to the ballpark to get to that VHS, you know and and uh and and go to the 
the report. I mean, right now, the report and the homework that you do, you do it through the iPad, through your phone at home, and when you're eating breakfast, just watching the picture and all that stuff. And, and yeah, that's something that has uh, been pretty awesome, you know, and that's something that has had, uh, I guess, to make this game better, you know, that you do those things like that. You know, you don't have to wait, and by the time you get here, you get to do your prep with your workout you know and you don't have to worry about any video and then you know right before the game you kind of look at it and pick it and take your last look of the guy that you're facing that night and then you go at it it's great info it's great to hear all of that behind the scenes with albert pools we also know pools family foundation has been a huge part of your life we've gone behind the scenes with you on that and mm-hmm. have seen a lot of great things and i know there's a lot more to come well thank you i mean i'm thanking you know the san luis fans and the people that are helping our foundation that continue to contribute you know donating their money their time and uh that's to us is is pressure you know and uh, we are really blessed you know to that we are able to bless other people through the foundation i have a like i say you know I don't give myself credit. I give all the credit to my team, Todd Perry and Cooper, Crystal Rowan, and everybody that, at the foundation that had uh, donated their time and, and really put in their work in, you know, uh, just, I guess, to make me look good. <laughs> well, uh, it's true. It is a team effort for sure. That's five minutes with number five. We appreciate it as always. Thanks. I appreciate you, baby. Albert Pujols on KMOX. Our thanks again to Albert Pujols for joining us. Always great to have him. Five minutes with number five. A new one will air tomorrow morning, Labor Day morning, 9.50. We never miss one. Albert has been incredible to us, and we will talk about his career, and who knows what the topic will be tomorrow, but we will dive into it at 9.50 with one of the greatest sluggers of all time. The Cardinals... And the Chicago Cubs, last time these two teams will meet this season. This historic rivalry could end in a sweep today if the Cardinals have what they need. Miles Michaelis making the start against Chicago today. The Cardinals have a seven-and-a-half game lead in the National League Central going into today's game. The Brewers won last night. They beat Arizona. They play them a little bit later today. Meantime, in the American League, your leaders, the Yankees, and look out. Here come the Tampa Bay Rays. They're only four games out of first in the division. They've won five in a row, and they are taking down the Yankees in the process. They'll play again later today. The Yankees with just a two-game lead on the Rays in the AL East, with Toronto six back and Baltimore seven and a half back. In the AL Central, Cleveland leads Minnesota by a game. The White Sox are two behind them. Don't count out the White Sox just yet. They are just two games out. In the AL Central and in the AL West, Seattle 10 games behind the leader, Houston. So what does that mean for the wild card? It's interesting. Tampa Bay, Seattle, and Toronto are those three wild card teams right now. But Baltimore hanging around. They've won four in a row. They're a game and a half out of the wild card. Minnesota's five back, so they need to win their division. Those AL Central teams need to win the division to make the playoffs, basically. The top two teams right now, Houston and the Yankees, with Cleveland the third best division leader. I'm Tom Ackerman from Bush Stadium. Enjoy the game. Joe Pott has pregame coming up at 1220 from the Stiefel Sports Studio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.